Hello and welcome to The H Word. I am in Door County, Wisconsin once again, and I'm visiting my little brother. Hi, it's me. It's Andy. And today we're talking about Game of Thrones. A little bit late. We wanted to talk about this earlier before the seventh or the final season had actually aired. Yeah. But weren't able to do that. So now we get to kind of talk about our thoughts of the series as a whole. And this has spoilers. So if you don't want to know anything, please don't listen till after you finish watching Game of Thrones. Um, let's see here. Anyway, so let's start. Let's start. Um, let's start with favorite characters. Well, actually, I hope you don't mind. Before we go into like favorite characters, I want to know how you started watching Game of Thrones because oh. we have totally different ways that we got into the series. Um, I started watching Game of Thrones because Craig's brother, Craig is my husband, his brother started watching it and told us to watch it. That was it. That was just like, hey, my brother said watch this. And what season like, did you start watching it? One. We started with the beginning. No, not like when in oh. the in the timeline <laughs> were you watching? Did you jump in when the first season was airing? Um, oh, I want to say like, I want to say it was into like the second or third season when we started watching beginning to okay, watch it. So you were like right as it had first come out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't like we started watching last year and caught up. Well, that's like, what I did. So oh, yeah, yeah. I, did you? Yes. Yeah, so I watched the first episode maybe three or four times over the last 10 years, mm -hmm. thinking like, this is a cool show. I want to get into it. And then never actually being able to move on to the second episode for whatever reason, not for lack of interest, but just because for whatever reason, I was like, that was great. I'll watch the second one tomorrow and then just didn't. Um, then I was working a job where I had a ton of extra free time to read. So I bought the first three books and I read those. Okay. So I, I bought the first book in college and I really struggled with it because there were a lot of characters to try to keep track of. And I'm a very like visual reader. When I read, I like to imagine everything in my head. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to keep up with. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop. I'm going to watch the first season, and then I'll have images in my head of all these characters. Right. So that'll make it easier. Uh, so I watched a couple more episodes, read the, the first three books, uh, and then for whatever reason stopped again until finally this winter me and my wife watched all of it mm -hmm. from season one all the way up, and we crammed it all in in like the, the two months prior to the final season. Okay, yeah, airing. yeah. So, uh, and, and we'll get into what we thought of the series, but my... My perception of the series is different than a lot of people's because I watched it all straight through mm -hmm. and I didn't watch it over the course of 10 years mm -hmm. like you did or some other people did. Eight years. Was it only... I think it was nine. I think the final season was was nine. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Eight years. It's only eight. Eight seasons. That's yeah, it. but they didn't do a season every year. No, I think they skipped one year. Yeah. Re like the recent... I don't remember. But yeah, I think they skipped one year. Now, um, we're not going to go through each episode of every fucking... We're not going to go through, like, through each season, every episode. Nothing like that. We're going to just give our favorite characters, talk about favorite episodes, people we hate. But then we're going to talk about season eight. She says with uh, an air of... <laughs> an air of indignance. Listen, I'm not a snob. Like, there's a reason why I'm not discussing... Game of Thrones on this podcast with Kelly because she is a snob and she doesn't like anything. So I, I'm i more open-minded along with Andrew because we didn't read the books. So well, we don't I, I have... Did, I did read the books. 
Did I, you read them? I did. I read the first three. Oh, okay. And I, I thought you there's... just read one and you were like, fuck this. No, I read the first three and I believe there's five out okay. as of right now. Well, you're not a snob at least. No, I mean, I I read pretty much almost all of the material that the showrunners had before they started diverging into the final two seasons. Okay. Um, I think the... Like, it was right after the the Red Wedding is... Or right before the Red Wedding is where I stopped in the books. So mm-hmm. there was only, a, a, like, two more books after that that kind of talked about Bran becoming the Three-Eyed Raven and all of that kind of stuff, which is very similar. And I, I know that there are huge discrepancies between the book and the show in terms of stuff that the book is pointing to being important and stuff that the show was like, let's just cut that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, my favorite discrepancy of which is Lady Stoneheart. Have you heard of her? No. So after the Red Wedding, when Catelyn Stark died, they fished her body out of a moat and her hair had turned white and she had started to decompose. And I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong if you've read the books and you know, I'm, I'm probably wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure the dude that resurrects people, the Lord of Lights champion, mm-hmm. I think he resurrects Catelyn and she becomes Lady Stoneheart and she is like bent on getting revenge for the death. She's mindless. She doesn't talk. Or no, she's, she's not mindless, but she doesn't talk because her throat was slit. Mm-hmm. But she she's basically like a white after that. Okay. And the showrunners were like, that's a little bit much for the story we're trying to tell, so they cut it, but it's a pretty integral part of the book story moving Oh, that kind of sounds fun. There's a lot of really interesting stuff like that in the books. There's also a character who is, I believe that he's like the last Targaryen. Mm-hmm. He might be a sham, but he's, um, he's Varys and what's his name? The other guy who was like Varys from the first season that kind of raised Danny. Do you remember him? Him and Varys are working together to try to put this other Targaryen back on the throne, but he—I don't think he's actually a Targaryen. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of different stuff that's happening in the books that the show was just like, "Hey, that doesn't fit into the story that we're trying to tell," in in an episodic in an episodic format, so they just they cut it away. Oh, okay. But all right. Yeah. So that, all that being said, I know the discrepancies, but I don't mind them. I, I look at the show as it's a show. I know nothing, and I liked it. You know nothing. <laughs> I am Jon Snow, yep. and I know... The quote? Nothing. So I went into it with, like, man, cute boys and beards. Like, I don't, I don't know. So um, let's start with... um, Okay. So favorite characters we're going to start with. Okay, so for me, I always liked Jon Snow. I did. I always rooted for him. I think at times he pissed me off because he's too honest and to do the right thing all the time. And I kind of wanted him to like fuck shit up a little bit. But I think that we needed a moral compass in there. So, I mean, besides him being an auntie fucker, I think that for the most part, I like Jon Snow. He's one of the only heroes in the show. And George R.R. Martin does not like to write heroes he mm-hmm. likes to paint everything in shades of gray because it's more realistic that way and more right. interesting but Jon Snow is like he's the hero almost to a fault like as we you know in the final season everyone's like hey don't fuck this up don't tell Danny that you're her her nephew and he mm-hmm. was like okay I won't 
Danny, I have to tell you something just immediately. <laughs> he did. Like, he just, he wouldn't be the kid that could steal candy. Yeah, He'd and be Danny like, was like, I stole please, candy. Please, John, don't tell your brothers and sisters because the world will tear us apart. And he's like, I won't. I love you. Sansa, I have to tell you something. Just <laughs> Is that your John Snow? That's my John Snow. Okay. It's, just, it's, uh, it's a little bit Scottish, but mostly just tired. <laughs> okay. Um, next up, I liked, I liked Arya. I felt that she was always cool. Um, she had that balance that I wish John had, where like she was good but had no problem fucking shit up. Like she had the the best of both, where she was like honest and good, but would also wear your face and kill you. I liked Arya too. I she was probably my favorite character when I was reading the books. Was um, she as cool in the books? Yeah. Okay. She was cool. Um, I the last bit of Arya's story that I read in the books was right when she escaped from. I want to say Harrenhal, the place where... Alcatraz. Well, it was the place where um, in the show she was shacked up with Tywin. Remember, they had that kind of that dialogue back and forth where he was her like uh, cleaning lady and she'd pour the wine for Tywin. In the books, it's not Tywin, it's another lord. But I like how they do it in the show better mm-hmm. because it gives those... Not only does it give Tywin more stuff to do and... Um, What's his name? Who plays Tywin? I have it. I pulled up the IMDb because there's a million characters and Wasn't I don't Tywin remember the all dad? names. Yeah, Tywin Lannister. Tyrion's okay. I don't father. Remember. Gosh, it's over a long span of time I watched this, so it's like I can't always remember what happened in the earlier episodes. Yeah, Charles Dance. Um, he was incredible, and Tywin, we'll, we'll get into my favorite characters, but he was definitely one of my favorites as long as he was on the show. And having him and Arya have those conversations was really cool um but yeah she is just as cool in the books uh i feel like she kills more people in the books she starts killing earlier in the books for sure okay um i always liked Tyrion. i think he was smart funny and knew things <laughs> basically but i don't that's about it yeah I just... Tyrion. I, I feel like Tyrion was my favorite character for the longest out of the whole show mm-hmm. um and there were definitely seasons where i really just kept watching because of Tyrion. Mm-hmm. um so many characters in Game of Thrones are stupid. Like, that's their fault, is that they're they're either too prideful or too uneducated or just fall into behaviors that you know is going to end up badly. And not just for them, but other characters that you mm-hmm. love. But Tyrion was always above that, and he was always the voice of reason. He was always the smartest person in the room. Dropped off a little bit towards the end, maybe a little bit, but... Yeah, Tyrion is definitely up there for me as well. Now, I like... Okay, I go back and forth with Danny. Like, I like her, but I also hate her. I also thought she was a child and threw tantrums, wanted to get her way. But sometimes I like... I don't know. I didn't like her towards the end, but I liked... I don't know. I went back and forth with her. Sometimes I liked her, sometimes I didn't. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll save... Some Danny talk for the season eight stuff okay. because that she's a, her character is a huge part of why you might like or dislike season eight. Um, I will say that Danny was my wife's favorite character in the beginning, mm-hmm. and the only reason that Victoria watched the show in the beginning because Game of Thrones was not up her alley in the beginning. It was too scary and stressful, and she doesn't like confrontation and characters she loved were dying left and right so she she was just in it for danny in the first couple seasons um i liked brienne um 
I didn't like where her storyline went, which we can talk about when it comes to season eight. Um, because I just didn't enjoy the, where it went. Like, I think she's strong and awesome, and I was glad that we had a strong, awesome woman on there who was a knight, but I don't like where her storyline went. And Gwendolyn Christie is an amazing performer. Yeah. And, like, the perfect casting for Brienne Yeah, as she's well. cool. I wish I was as tall as her. Yeah. She's, she's like, like nine three. feet tall. Nine feet. I think it was nine feet tall. I it think is she's funny to see taller her. taller than Shaq. Like on uh, in like red carpets and like premieres, <laughs> her standing next to Kit Harrington, because Kit is three Kit feet is tall. Kit is like five seven. He's a tiny little BB. I love Tormund. How do you say his name? Tormund, right? Tormund. Tormund or Tormund? Yeah. Tormund. Tormund. Well, I like him. You might be thinking Tormund because that's how John would say it. Although I don't actually know that John ever spoke the name Tormund aloud. Actually, I don't know why I say I say Tormund. But I guess it doesn't matter. I like him because he was funny and brave and drank milk from giant's titties. And <laughs> I also like that he treated Brienne with respect. You know? He, he did. He was, he was very lustful for her, but he always respected her boundaries. And he liked her for the way she was. Like, he didn't want to change her. He didn't want to do... He just wanted the big woman. That's, that's all he wanted. But I liked him. He was fun. Um, I liked... Jorah was fine. Bran was meh. Sansa was pretty cool. Sam was lovable. Like, I don't... They don't stand out for me. Um, I liked Rob because he was hot. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Rob Rob was another one of those characters that was That's, like... The all I only, need is for you to be hot and bearded and I'm good. Rob was like the only semblance of a hero that we had Yeah, for he the was first like a Jon Snow in the beginning. And I really liked him and I was really sad when they killed him. I thought it was awful. The Red Wedding was an awful episode. It was good, but it was like super sad. Did you know anything about the Red Wedding before you saw it? No. So it took you by surprise? I was like, ah, shit. So well, that's dumb. I knew... I knew of the Red Wedding. I knew that there was a Red Wedding and everybody died is what I was told for years. I didn't know who died and I didn't know whose wedding it was. So I remember as I was reading the books and as we were watching season three, when they're setting up, um, when they're setting up the royal wedding between Joffrey and, um, what's her name? I don't remember her name. She wasn't a favorite character of mine, so I didn't. She was one of my favorite characters for sure. Was she? Yes. Um, and... What's her name? Who played her was incredible. Um, do I need to play music here while you look for? No, I just so... figured you'd have your husband cut the silence. Oh no, we're gonna keep it going. Natalie Dormer, Natalie Dormer, okay. Marjorie Terrell. Marjorie, um, that was it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So they were setting up that wedding, and I was thinking that was gonna be the red wedding. Oh. So that's where like the anxiety started coming in because I was like, okay. Sansa and Tyrion are gonna be there and Tyrion's my favorite character and you've got all of like the good guys and Marjorie and I really didn't want to see those people die Mm -hmm. so I was expecting that that was gonna be the Red Wedding no idea that it was gonna be Rob and I also didn't know that the Red Wedding happened during the Reigns of Castamere episode so I didn't know what was happening until it happened once once they started attacking, that's when I realized that it was the Red Wedding. So yeah, it was huge surprise When I watched it, I was like, oh, eye candy. Oh, that sucks. My favorite characters, you said some of them. Wait, were... I have one more favorite character. Go for it. The White Walkers. The White Walkers as yeah. a whole? Yeah, the Night King. 
I love those guys. Those were like any episode that had them in it. I was like, yeah. What version of them did you like? Because they changed appearances they, throughout the first like three seasons. Weren't they creepy? Wasn't like the Night King creepier looking in the beginning? I remember him being scarier looking. I don't know that we saw the Night King. No, but we saw one of we his We saw henchmen. walkers for Yeah, yeah. Sure. We they saw were, the one that I called Hulk Hogan. They were definitely <laughs> like more blue and glassy looking. Yeah, yeah. There was like the long haired white one that was like, oh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He <laughs> he stuck around until John killed him yeah. at that battle. Yep. Oh, my butt hurts. Um, yeah, I liked the I liked those. Those are my favorite. That was like my favorite part of Game of Thrones was the White Walkers. I thought they were the coolest. But they only showed up like maybe five episodes. I know. And the rest, there was lots of Game of Thrones episodes that I was like, I literally left the room sometimes. I'm like, oh, are we okay? Or I'd be on my phone or I'd be like, because there's like some things I just, I did. There are storylines and people that didn't make, like had nothing to do with anything. I think there were moments that I cared and didn't care, but throughout the whole series, I was I was hooked, like I was grabbed. And the political drama, I think, is both me and Victoria's favorite part of the show. Well, then they have like the weird storyline with like Robert's Robert Bar- Baratheon's like brother, and then that witchy lady, and the, she like gave birth to some fucking shadow thing that we never fucking heard of again. Like we that storyline was like boop gone. What was that? I got a feeling the magic stuff is, they dig way more into it in In the books. But, like, what was that, though? Like, there was a, she gave birth to a shadow thing, and we never heard of it again. It was the Lord of Light's will. Is that what it was? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Because it was gone. Before we move on, my favorite characters were Tyrion, Tormund, and Davos. Those were my three that I- Davos? Davos is the sweet old dad who- all he wanted to do was protect the children. And remember Stannis' daughter who had grayscale? Half her face was deformed. Oh, Davos. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, he was, yeah. The yeah, pirate, I liked him. The Onion Knight, he was missing his fingers. Yeah, I liked Davos. I liked him in the books when I read him, Did his he stuff. Die? No, he didn't. He survived to the end. That's right, because he's at the thing with the thing. And we'll talk about that. Mm. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him too. I liked Davos from the beginning. And Davos, Tormund, and Tyrion were the three characters I wanted to survive. And they did. So I, I won the Game of Thrones, actually. Okay. Did you? Because all my favorite characters <laughs> lived. Um, there were a couple... Well, before we, we get on to your next question, what are what were your like most disappointing or tragic deaths in the show? There's a lot of characters that were great that um, died. I guess... I, I remember being like, ah, shit, when they killed Rob. Because I really liked Rob. Um, I thought, oh, he's so attractive. But besides that, I just liked, he was like brave and smart. And I, I liked, he's like a Jon Snow to me. He was like cool. I liked him. Um, and then Caitlyn, um, I thought that was kind of sad. But she wasn't like a favorite. But I was like, oh, that's going to suck for the children. And then I don't think there's any that I was really like, I don't know. I guess I didn't get... I got... The people that I was attached to lived, so... The... For me, the Red Wedding was a turning point because I really didn't know who the good guys were anymore. Mm-hmm. Because it was... It's very clear who the bad guys are in right. Game of Thrones. Right. But it gets really blurry who the good guys are, especially after Rob dies. Because mm-hmm. you've got nobody really taking the fight to the Lannisters. Um, my most upsetting death 
there were a couple that were like, oh man, I like them. But the biggest one for me were the Tyrells. The Tyrells were way up there while they were on screen for me at being my favorite. Mm, okay. Um, I really like Natalie Dormer. I thought that she was awesome. Um, what's his name? The Knight of Flowers. I really enjoyed him too. And not only did it suck to see them die because I liked them, they died in what is my most disliked storyline in all of Game of Thrones, which was the the religious stuff that Cersei brings up. Mm -hmm. It was so fucking upsetting. Because not only is it like, characters live and die by other people's uh, hand in this show all the time and ideologies are what's driving things so it's like I believe I'm king so now you have to die because I believe that and that sucks because it's like there are there are actual heirs to things mm-hmm. and so like Stannis killed his brother because his brother was like hey I want to be the king and Stannis is like no and that's a shitty reason to kill somebody right mm-hmm. it's a shitty reason as an audience to be like fuck why did that character have to die for something dumb there is no dumber reason to die than because of religion. And Cersei fucking resurrects this crazy religious cult, and then they start passing judgment on people for no good reason at all. And then you've got like the discrimination and the King of Flower or the Knight of Flowers storyline of being like uh, tortured for being gay, and then Marjorie Tyrell gets thrown into the cell, and it's like fuck, Cersei's hurting all my favorite characters and then it backfires on cersei and she gets thrown in the cell which was great and well but even then it's like (laughs) i didn't feel like haha got you because i i hated the dude too the Mm -hmm. priest yeah i didn't like the the cute gay boy in there because i was like i need him to have more cute gay boy scenes (laughs) yeah that that whole storyline i think was Save the, the gays! It was the worst for me, and it was the pinnacle of Cersei's stupidity. I think that Cersei is the <clears throat> dumbest character in Game of Thrones because she thinks she's untouchable, mm-hmm. and she keeps shitting on people and doesn't understand why it keeps blowing up in her face. So she fucks with the Tyrells, and then she gets paraded naked through the streets, and then she kills the Tyrells, and her son kills himself because of it. Mm -hmm. And then I think it all comes to a head in season eight when she's standing there, and she turns to uh, her her hand, and she's like, why did they break through the army? And it's like, because they're stronger than the army. It's like, well, they they won't make it past my guard. They'll they'll never go down. And it's like, oh, the the guard surrendered. And it's like, well, what about my dudes out there with the bows and the ships? And like, the ships are gone. And she's like, oh, I guess I lost. It's like, yeah, you fucking lost. What'd you think was gonna happen? She has a dragon. <laughs> um, they definitely needed more gay characters, though. Don't you think Game of Thrones could have used more gay characters? I do. We need a gay Game of Thrones. Gay of Thrones. Gay of Thrones. Yes. That would be that a, a better series. All right. So <clears throat> now um, people we hated. This is easy because Cersei is at the top of my list. Cersei would be at the top of mine too. Uh, Ramsey Bolton, I think. Was oh, I hate Ramsey Bolton. An incredibly hateable character. The thing about Ramsey Bolton is, is Bolton's is... <laughs> Is that I like the, that actor, and but man, he's good at playing oh, a piece yeah. of shit. He did an incredible job playing the worst fucking guy. Oh, he was just, 
I hated that guy. Mm. Oh my gosh. Um, Joffrey. I hated Joffrey. Joffrey. Sorry for the dogs barking in the background. Someone must have come home. Joffrey and Ramsay are up there for me. And it it's so funny because like people people started hating the actor who played Joffrey because he did such a good job. But the guy who played Joffrey is so cool and smart and he stopped acting so that he could go to college. Yeah. It, yeah, he just he wants to go do something in a STEM field, I'm pretty sure. I would like I would have liked to to chain up the Ramsey Bolton guy to the wall and cut him and then dance with his intestines. Is But the real guy I would just like to kiss. <laughs> Hi. On your list Call of me. hated characters, is Theon on there? Theon, he's not. He's I forgot about Theon. He's I want to talk about Theon. I want to talk about Theon um, a little bit. I have a love hate. Like I love him come, you know, 7 and 8. I think that he redeemed himself. I think that hate a character, love a character. I think that Theon and Alfie Allen's performance, I think that Theon might be the greatest character in Game of Thrones. You think so? I think so. And it's not so much a do you like him or do you not like him. You have to appreciate how Theon goes from like, eh, you kind of feel he's kind of this like pompous like prick, and then he becomes this just asshole. Mm-hmm. He because you hate him so much when he uh, sacks Winterfell mm-hmm. and pretends to kill the Stark children, and he's just such a puke. And the one of my favorite scenes in in the show, but in the books as well, is when he's hitting on his sister and doesn't know. That it's his sister until they get to the castle. And oh, she's, yeah. It's such, a, it's such a slap in the face for how smarmy he is. Mm-hmm. And you just, you grow to hate him so much. And then he gets captured by Ramsay and tortured and just, then it, then it goes so far. Mm-hmm. Like, then you just feel, you hate him and you want that justice. But you don't get that justice because then you feel really bad for him. Mm-hmm. And you feel super bad for him when he's Reek. And then you get to see him, like, slowly become Theon again. And then be forgiven by John and Sansa. And just his arc. And then he gives his life to save Bran at the end. It's mm-hmm. like, Theon, like him just, or hate him. If Theon could have waited, like, two seconds. Yeah, he just... A, just two just seconds. Just hold out a little bit more. He would have lived. Maybe don't charge. Maybe don't charge Yeah, yeah. Him. Just wait, like... But you know what I mean? Like, love Theon or hate Theon, you have to admit that he 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 had the most complete character arc of any character. Yeah. To to just go from like from where he started to where he finished. I I think that Theon is the greatest character in Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, okay, so next one I hate, but I thought he was attractive and I liked his voice, was uh Littlefinger, Lord Baylicious. <laughs> Yeah. Even though, I mean, I thought it... Okay, look. What happened to his voice, though? He, like, in the beginning, he was like, Hello, I'm Peter Baelish, and I'm a normal guy. And then by the end, he was like, Everything I say sounds like this. Okay, I don't think it was that cool sounding. But but that was him. He was like... Let me tell you about the realm. Because he was getting, because that was his uh, mischievous voice. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm the bad guy. Sorry, I thought I was just I thought I was just smart." So then I, he had to change his voice. Too. I thought it was I thought it was cute. Yeah, not a fan of Littlefinger. Uh, He's the, cute though. The twist when. You think that Sansa is falling for it and everything, and you think that he's turning Sansa and Arya yeah, yeah. against that each was other. good. And then Arya just comes out and slits his throat. Perfect. Yeah. yeah no, I was really good. Yeah, he was he was smarmy, like a like a used car salesman. He was so smarmy, but like 
call me. Victoria so, <laughs> didn't like Peter Baelish because his uh, little chin beard was crooked during one of the seasons. Oh, no. That's uncalled for. Um, Jamie. I hated him. But then I didn't. But then I kind of still do, but kind of don't. And I still hate him kind of. Not really. Jamie's a really great character, too. He's another one he with one arc. of those arcs that yeah. I'm... I'm curious to see how he turns out in the books because he was on a trajectory to do different things. And I both, I don't, okay, I don't like what happened to Jamie, but I, I accept it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So in my mind, Jamie's character arc is, is growing away from Cersei and finding out that he, he can be a good person. He he may never be an honorable knight, but he can be a good person. And, of course, you know, we talked about some discrepancies in, from the book to the series. The biggest discrepancy is the, the prophecy behind Cersei. Mm-hmm. So in the show, you remember she talked to the frog woman. The frog woman said that, your happiness will turn to ash in your mouth and your your kids will all die and you'll be replaced by somebody younger and more beautiful than you. In the books, there's one more part to that prophecy. Prophecy? Where, prophecy. <laughs> where she says uh, that the little brother will wrap his fingers around your neck and choke the life out of you. Mm-hmm. So that's how she's supposed to die. And... Of course, she thinks that prophecy means Tyrion, and that's why she hates him so much, because mm-hmm. she thinks he's destined to kill her. But I think it's Jamie, and I'd say most people think it's Jamie is going to kill her in the books. And I thought that that's what he was going to do in Weren't the show. Twins? Yeah. Okay. But she came out uh, just before him. Okay. You don't deliver <clears throat> twins at the same time. Well, no. <laughs> I know, but when I think little brother... I was like, well, they were twins, so they're, no. like, not... She's older than him by a couple minutes or something. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so I thought when he was riding back to King's Landing, it was going to be because he knew there was no way out for her, he was going to go mercy kill her. And there's a scene Well, he where... couldn't have wrapped his fingers around her neck because he only had one hand. That's true. I but just picture, I... like, a Ken hand, and the just other hand just... Pressing against it. It just keeps making, like, a like a weird tinging sound. There was a moment where he first sees her in the final season uh, as she's escaping, and he walks up to her and, like, puts her his hand on her, her cheek and stuff. I thought for sure we were going to get a sword, a hidden sword in the stomach moment. No, no, not but, then. No, exactly. Not then, but that's what I was hoping for. It's, it's the one thing that I was like, ugh, I... I didn't like it, but I accept it. Because it, it, his character arc is that he's not a good guy and he can't escape from Cersei. He he loves her no matter what. And even though he's grown and changed and done great things, she's still the shadow that haunts him. And he wasn't strong enough at the end to break free. So I accept it, but I didn't like it. Who else did you hate? Um, hateable characters. I hated Cersei. I hated... I really... I didn't hate... But when we talked about, like, storylines that we cared about and storylines that we didn't care about, mm-hmm. I really didn't give a shit about Sam and Gilly for a while. Mm. Like, I didn't start to like them until the end. Okay. But there was a while where they were just, like, walking around, and I was like, fuck, I don't give a shit about Sam and Gilly. But then once, you know, they got to Sam's hold, and they, like, put Gilly in a nice dress, and I was like, oh, look at how sweet she is. And then Sam's dad was so mean to him, and then I was like, fuck, I really like Sam and Gilly now. 
Mm-hmm. So there, there were definitely moments where I was like, I, I couldn't care less about certain characters. I didn't care about the Baratheon brother, Robert's brother. Stannis. Stannis. I didn't care about him. I didn't care about the witch, really, kind of, because she, you know, brought John back from... Can we talk about something? So John is supposed to have a power when he was brought back. Where was that storyline? Are you... He's supposed to have, like, a power of, like, light. Okay, so what I know of the, the, the book side of this is that there's a prophecy called Azor Ahai, uh, and Azor Ahai is the, the prince that is promised who will slay the Night King and bring about whatever mm-hmm. to whatever. And Azor, the way he does that is he pulls Lightbringer, the shining sword, out of the heart of Misa Misa, and I told you this theory. Is that a pizza place? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Misa means a pizza. Uh, I told you this theory before episode three of the final season that Misande is Misa Misa. And she is going to give her life to produce Lightbringer. And John's going to, to stab her through the heart with, with his sword and pull out Lightbringer. You mean Melisandre? Yeah. What, what did I say? Miss, you said the other girl's name. Misande, yeah. No, Melisandre. Uh, is that, I think that's how you say her name. Yeah. Um,. I just call her the witch. Now, of course, that didn't happen in the show. Melisandre did some cool shit at that fight. Yeah. uh, But not the Lightbringer stuff. I do still think that that's going to happen in the books. I do still think. Well, I kept waiting for it. I'm like, use your power, John. When is John going to realize his power? I was getting so mad, and then it never came. And I was like, okay, that's another storyline. That just went. Yeah, I I'll, I will be interested. I'm sure as fucking everybody else in the world is interested to see what George R. R. Martin writes for the final books. But if he does, Kelly doesn't think he will. I also don't think he'll get them out in time. Yeah. Favorite episodes? Do you have some? Um, I can start with mine. Yeah, you start with yours. I definitely do. Um, any episode that had a White Walker in it. Good. Okay, so those five episodes. Um. Season four, episode two, The Lion and the Rose, um, when that little fuck Joffrey gets killed. Okay, yep. I enjoyed watching him die. I was like, that's that's satisfying. Thanks. Um, Season six, episode five. Okay, everyone. Season six, episode five is called The Door. And I want to talk about how much that episode fucked my life up. Let's talk about Hodor. It fucked my life up. Because it made me really sad. Because there's Hodor, and they show him as a kid, and he's like a fun kid, he's smart, he has friends, he's living his life on the farm, doing his fun stuff, and then that little shit Bran has to go fucking three-eyed raven and meddle in Hodor's life, and like, fuck him up. That, that episode was shocking. Like, to see that not only... <clears throat> Because there were hints of it, like when Bran called out for his dad in that flashback and, and Ned, like, looked around. There were hints that maybe not only could Bran see the past, but he could influence it. But seeing it, like... Ass. I wish that we got more of it, though. You know what I mean? And I'm sure there will be more of it in the books, but, like, the fact that, that Bran was able to interact with the past... He's a shithead. ...was so cool. There's another moment that I, I've heard theories of that Bran may have influenced, which I think is really cool. Um, Do you think Bran knows who killed um, Kennedy? Yeah, for sure. Because oh, okay. he can see the past and the future. Cool. I would like to know who that was. Um, I, the, the, the other, there's two other moments that I think Bran 
influenced with his powers. One of them is, I think, Bran showed, or Bran united John and Ghost. Because in that episode, he he find they find all of the, the pups together. Mm-hmm. And then Ghost is, like, off on its own, like, away from them, right? Mm-hmm. But how did John find Ghost just hanging out? You know what I mean? Ghost, the, that, the, the, the dog storyline is another one that just kind of, meh. Just kind of falls apart. Whatever. Sure, but like, so John says like, oh, I heard, I heard the pup over here. But in the books, every time Ghost is described, Ghost isn't named Ghost because he's white. He's named Ghost because he's silent. Ghost never makes a noise. Mm-hmm. So how the fuck did John find him? Just off in the ditch away from everybody else. In I the, don't know. In the books... <clears throat> it said that John heard the sound of the wind right before he found Ghost. I heard the wind. I think that that's Bran meddling and uniting the two of them so that John has a ghost. And then, and the, then that storyline can just go... Right. And then the other thing that I think Bran meddled with, and this has not been like in the books or anything, it's just my theory. So remember like Hodor screaming, hold the door, right? That mm-hmm. was the big thing that influenced him. I thought for sure we might get some sort of inkling that when the Mad King Aegon was doing his thing and screaming, burn them all, that that was going to be another instance of, like, Cersei screaming, burn them all, and Bran's there warging, and that's like, breaks Aegon's brain, and he starts, you know what I mean? I thought mm-hmm. there was going to be some sort of cyclical nature in that. Okay. Or maybe Danny saying, burn them all, or just something that was going to warg back and turn that full circle. Well, I, whatever, I'm just pissed that he did that to Hodor. I think that was fucked up. Um, you little shit. I love the episode when they bring John back to life, but I couldn't find which one that was. I, I was looking, I was going through each of them, and the description just didn't tell me, obviously, because I don't want to give it away. Season 6, episode 1, The Red Woman. Is that what it was? Yep. Okay. I like that episode a lot because oh, I was excited. How fucked up was it to just see John die and have to wait a year for the next season? I know. Because <laughs> I didn't get to experience that. I didn't get to experience. No. I knew he was going to so be back. So he died and then I, fans were like, he, they're going to bring him back. They're going to bring him back. And he was like on shows going, no, I'm dead. But he still had long hair. And people were like, well, if he was dead, he probably would have cut his hair by now. So I was really excited when he came back because as much as some people don't like Jon Snow, I fucking do. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. We we jumped away from the most hated characters discussion before I could say one one more of my most hated yeah. characters. Euron Greyjoy. Fucking sucks. Euron, he's the one who was like, I killed the Kingslayer. Yes. Fuck Euron. I heard in the books he's like a beautiful pirate man. He's kind of... And I don't know, in the kinda. books, he's got some sort of magical artifact that can, like, bring the dragons under his command. Okay. So in the books, he's like a cool glitter pirate. In the show, he fucking sucks. Um, he's an asshole bastard, but that guy is kind of hot. I don't see that. He I looks. Think he's he looks attractive. like. If you think he's attractive, go to fucking any gas station in the world <laughs> and you'll see him there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I thought it wasn't terrible. <laughs> okay, go on. What other episodes? Oh, my gosh. Um, I love season six, episode nine, Battle of the Bastards. That Okay, I'll stop you there because that is my favorite episode of Game of Thrones. That was anxiety-ridden. Incredible. The, Super good. The long take over the shoulder where John is, like, going into the battle and fucking horses are flying by and people are so good. I had anxiety. 
Yeah. I was like, Ugh. it was incredible. The cinematography was great. The moment where he's drowning in the bodies, yes, fucking crazy. I was like, I'm, I have to poop. I got, to, like, <laughs> I gotta go. I, I can't gotta, watch anymore. I have the nervous farts. Yeah, and then that's the episode that they kill Ramsey, right? At the end, uh, I. Or did they leave you on a fucking cliffhanger? I think so. Oh, that reminds me. The other best part of that episode is when Ramsey, like, realizes the tides have turned. He's like, okay, 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 let's do one-on-one combat. And John's like, fucking fine. And then Ramsey's like, but I'm going to shoot you with my bow. And John's like, fuck, fine. And, like, walks up with the shield and keeps hitting the shield with the arrows and Mm -hmm. then gets up and just beats the shit out of Ramsey. It was incredible. Because, again, it's Ramsey being like, I'm untouchable. I'm the best. Oh, shit. You're going to fuck me up with that shield, aren't you? Um, Yeah, that was a good one. I couldn't find that. I don't remember the episode when Arya avenged her mother and brother and killed those assholes from the Red Wedding. But it was amazing. I love that episode, too. Just the ending of that one where you realize it was her. Didn't she, like, feed the people to the people? Yep. Yeah, that was super cool. I just couldn't remember. Um, So season seven, episode six, Beyond the Wall. That's when they go out and they have the first big battle with the White Walkers and the Night King. In the, wa- in the water. And the dragon. Yep. That was super good. The one good. Where, he, where he gets his dragon? Yeah. Yes, that's another as one. As soon as I seen the dragon, I was like, no! They're gonna kill the dragon and he's gonna be a white dragon! An okay, ice so dragon! There were, two, there were two White Walker fights before the final season. Were they the same episode? I don't think they were. This was the first, like, big one. Okay, so there was the one where... Uh, John realized that Valerian Steel could could beat the yeah, whites. Yeah, but that wasn't like a super... I mean, that was kind of a bigger battle, yeah. but this one was like the the big, big one. The, no, this was the one where they were stuck on the little island. But that was a huge battle, though. It was a lot of people. I don't think there was a giant fight in that one. I think so. There was a bit of a fight, and I then Danny that, came and saved him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought it was a big enough. I mean, there was enough people. There was right. tons of wa- white walkers. And I loved when, my favorite thing is when the Night King, like, puts his hands out, like, you mad, bro? Yep. <laughs> I love everybody. those, like, you mad, bro? Yeah, I love that one. I was like, no, it's going to be an ice dragon, you dicks. Um, so, also, I have to say, when John and Danny fuck each other, I cringed so hard. Why? I was like, Ew, no. It was like a storyline no one wanted. Like, I did not want it. They're, they're auntie. Like, that's her nephew. I like how in the beginning everyone was like, Cersei and Jamie, gross. Incest is bad. But then by the end of the season, or the final season, they're like, yay, John and Danny, incest no. is great. I think it works for John and Danny because remember, the Targaryens were incestuous. They married within the it's family it, to keep the bloodline icky. strong. Yuck. No, I didn't like it. I, I was not the one who was like, yes, bitch. Um, season 7, episode 9, The Dragon and the Wolf. That's where they bring the 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 walker to show Cersei. To Cersei? Yes. Yeah. That was a really... I I thought for... Like, that was the episode where I thought, okay, this is going to be a huge turning point. Where we're going to see everybody band together against the army of the dead. And then, of course, Cersei's major characterization is that she's stupid. And she was like, no, I'm going to drink wine let them fight it, like, bad guys. Once again, I was like, Cersei, why are you a dumb bitch? Well, and from a writing standpoint, too, it kind of sucked because it's like, okay, so now Cersei's the big bad at the end. But I didn't, like, Cersei didn't seem like much of a, a fight because literally they just killed death. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, our heroes kill death, and now they have to go fight fucking Cersei and Euron? Who gives a shit about Cersei and Euron? His name sounds like urine, like pee-pee. Pee-boy. What did you like? You named a bunch that I really liked. I don't have uh, specific episode titles or anything in front of me. I've been trying to figure them out. Uh, But some big standout moments that I really liked. Uh, Battle of Bastard definitely was my favorite Mm -hmm. episode. Um... There was a really great episode, uh, two Arya episodes actually made, like, top of my list. One is where she is uh, kind of kind of interning a little bit with the theater troupe that are putting on yeah, yeah. the show, uh, the Game of Thrones show, basically. Yeah. Um, I really liked that episode. It was it was some great Arya That's characterization. That's because you're a theater dork. That's true. I did enjoy that. But a little bit of good Arya characterization, and I liked the, the little storyline there. Um Another good, like, quick tragedy where they introduce somebody and you're like, oh, I like them, and then they kill them right away. Um, and then the end of that season where uh, Arya's been blind the whole season. Yeah. And the, oh, what is what is the character's name? She doesn't have a name. They call her, like, the, the wig or something like that. The, the other, other girl? The other girl. I have no idea. I don't remember her name. The, she doesn't have a name. I think she's just called... I called her called, asshole. She's called the something. I was like, oh, that's um, the asshole girl again. Fucking hated her and, you know, picking on Arya the whole season, but Arya's learning and growing and stuff like that. She stabs her a bunch, freaked me the fuck out because I didn't want Arya to die, then chases her into her little, like, hole that she lives in. And Arya, like, stands up. She's got Needle. And the the wig or whatever she's called is like, what the fuck are you going to do with that? And she fucking cuts the candle in half and turns the lights out. And I was like, oh, shit. Arya's been <laughs> blind all season. She can fight in the dark. Right. The other girl can't. So good. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the, the turning point where I was like, Arya's fucking cool. Yep. And then she was super cool the rest of the show. Yeah, she was. So that she was, was. She was really cool. Yeah. That was another one of my big ones, uh, but you you kind of named most of the the ones that I really liked. Um, other little storylines that I liked, I really liked uh, the adventures of Jamie and Brienne. Thought that that was fun. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's their own, the adventures of Jamie and Brienne. It's their own show that Jamie they have on Fox get, coming Jamie this fall. Jamie getting his hand cut off, I think, was one of the most shocking moments in the show for me. Yeah, because I totally didn't see that coming at all. Um, other storylines that I really enjoyed: Arya and the Hound. Yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. everything with them was really great. Um, I liked Gendry and Hot Pie. Isn't it Gendry? Or I is think it... it's Gendry. I think they call him Gendry. I thought it was Gendry. Um, I don't I liked, fucking know. He's cute, though. <laughs> I like those characters. I like that storyline. I wish more came of Gendry's character by the end. Um, he cute. He's, he was re- cute. he's really handsome outside the show. Kind of a little Ewan McGregor-ish. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of a bunch of young kids in the show that like glowed up and turned really yeah. handsome. Bran did not glow up. Bran <laughs> Bran is so funny. He did an interview, I think, on the late show where he was talking about how like, you know, um Sophie Turner and Maisie Williams would be like Bran or whatever his name is. Um Let me bring his name oh, up. Silence again. Well when you fill it, Craig can't cut it. <laughs> When you feel it, quick, I cut it. I could just sing Elton John songs while you look for who that guy was. Isaac Wright. Saturday. Um, Oh, we're back. Maisie Williams and Sophie Turner would talk to Isaac Wright, who played Bran, and they would be like, you know, you were so creepy in that scene as the three-eyed raven. I felt like you were, like, staring into my soul. And he was like, yeah, I just, I can't see without my glasses. (laughs) 
and I don't wear contacts when we're filming, so I just, I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> it was really funny, and that actually turned Bran around for me a lot, because yeah. I didn't, he was another character storyline that I didn't give two shits about the entire show. I didn't care. And then... Every time he would do his weird warging, is that what it's called? Yeah. I'd be like, ugh. I'm hoping that Bran is a character that gets explored a lot more in the books, because I really... I don't think they had enough time to really do Bran justice. And I don't feel like his story was compelling enough against all of the other really great stories that were going along. I think I enjoyed him in season eight. The final season? Yeah. But Kent, are we on? Are we going to the season eight? Um, I'm going to think if there's anything. Well, I wanted to say Arya and the Hound storyline, I think, was really great. Yeah, you already said that. Um, and the way that that concluded, I think, yeah. is fantastic. And we'll talk about that with season eight. Um and Danny and Jorah's relationship, too, I think, was another one that was really great and really complete. Um, you had Jorah with her. And Jorah's her... a cool name. Jorah? That's what you should name your kid. Jorah? Jorah. All right. Oh, I like it. Uh, but yeah, I think that, that those are kind of the, the big ones for me. Um, anything with Tormund in it, I really enjoyed towards the end. Um, and then I, another episode that I really liked that I feel like a lot of people didn't was uh, the final season, episode two. Uh, it was just a very quiet episode where everybody was kind of preparing for the fight and kind of saying goodbye to each other. Now, of course, none of them died, no. which I think is funny because while they're around the fire, Tyrion does says, what, wouldn't it be funny if none of us died? And, and then none didn't. of them died. And they didn't. Um, but like in the moment watching that, I was like, fuck, all these characters are going to die tomorrow. I wish they would have sung like all of a sudden just started singing like... Some sort of modern song. They did sing. Um, they did sing that beautiful song that uh, Podrick sang. Podrick, yeah. another great character. Yeah. So for years we were wondering what about Podrick made him such a a, a demon in bed? Because remember he would get free sex. Did he from have the a hordes. big wiener? No, he just sang to him afterwards. Oh, is that what it yeah, was? Because oh. he would get free sex from Littlefinger's whores, and they were like, "Wow, Podrick, what do you do in bed?" And he's like, "Oh." Turns out he just sang for him. Oh, well, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. I would like that if they had a good voice. All right. Do you want to jump into season eight? Season eight. Now, I don't specifically remember every episode did what because it's a blur. It is kind of a blur. Okay, but so. But basically. Season one was pretty much a shot for shot recap of season one, episode one. Mm-hmm. Right? Where they had the kid looking out and everybody coming in. I thought that was really, really well done. If you if you, you put mean them, season eight episode one yeah season eight episode one starts at, with a shot for shot recreation of season one episode one. Oh, I did not know. Oh yeah, you should check them out side by side. It's really cool. I did not know they because play... you know it took us ten years to get there. I know. So, I I caught it. What because do I, I remember? Had, I had seen it a couple of months ago. Um. So yeah, Winterfell was just characters getting together, the Stark children meeting each other again, mm-hmm. and just kind of setting up the season kind of slow but it 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 put all of the puzzle pieces where they needed to be yeah and then season two was again that really somber episode where everybody's preparing episode to die. two you mean i keep saying season, season. Yeah. <laughs> we're don't confuse my five listeners andrew episode two everybody episode two. 
getting ready to die in the fight against the yep. Night King. And a lot of people said it was a very slow episode. I could not wait for the Night King battle. I was like, let's fucking, fucking fight. Like, I was stoked. I'm like, let's get it on. I liked it because it had really wonderful character moments. Of course, the best moment of maybe season eight is when Jamie knights Brienne. Mm-hmm, whatever. Such a sweet moment. We'll talk about Jamie and Brienne here shortly, but so sweet for Jamie because Brienne has her guard up the whole time, thinks Jamie's joking, and then it, it actually That's happens. That's the problem. That's why I hate Jamie and Brienne's storyline. Because he did nothing but be mean to her. He wasn't mean to her towards the end. Towards the end, but Tormund was never mean to her. I He always thought she was perfect the way she was, and Jamie was a butthole. I like Tormund and Brienne, but Brienne loved Jamie. But... Jamie and Brienne is the storyline that nobody fucking wanted. Yeah. We wanted Tormund and Brienne. I wanted Tormund and Brienne because it was But she it just was thought cute. he was but she just thought Tormund was a joke and he wasn't. He was you know kind what? of a joke. <laughs> you know what, Brienne, you're a bitch. <laughs> so we have uh we have Brienne getting knighted, which yes. I think was one of my favorite scenes. It was in the nice, whole but show. I was like Ugh. Uh we had Tormund's uh giant titty joke that <laughs> The, the whole season, uh, episode one, episode two, especially episode two, had me so anxious and tight that that moment made me laugh so fucking hard. Like, Victoria and I had to pause the show for a while. So and he's laugh. so brave and big and strong because... Because he drinks the giant's titty milk. <laughs> and he, he delivers that story so straight-faced yeah. of just being like, you know why I'm so big and strong? Because when I was young... A giant mistook me, or whatever the yeah. story is, and uh, held me to her breast for six months, and I, <laughs> I drank her. It's and then he chugs the horn of milk for way too long, <laughs> and they just hold on. It's so good, such a funny. Now moment. I want to say that I'm not mad that Brienne got knighted. I think that's super awesome. I just have an issue with the way Jamie treated her and how she still loved him. It just bothered me. I don't think he treated her poorly after. But come on, I mean... The, the turning point was when they were bathing together. That's when she realizes that Jamie is more than just what he says he is. More it's, than just a no-hand yeah, butthole. It's the first time Jamie ever tells what really happened with him and Aegon. I know, I just... He was just a jerk and she just still loved him and I didn't like that storyline. I think Brienne deserved I, better. Yeah, here's but, the thing is that she's strong. She's a strong, awesome woman and they wrote her to be a little weak, and that bothered me. I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out in the books. You well, know if I it mean? ever happens. Well, because, of course, the, the big sad or, like, the disappointing thing about Jamie and Brienne is that Jamie leaves her to be with Cersei in the end. Right. Exactly. But, and then she's crying and, like, <laughs> and it's like, oh, can't she just be like, fuck you, Jamie. But, like, can't she just be, and it's fine to have, I don't want people to be like, oh, what's wrong with crying? I'm not saying that. I'm saying I wish they would have kept her a little stronger and so that she could have been like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, I just hate when they have to do that with lady characters. I We're strong. We can say, fuck you. I'm interested to see what happens in the book because if... If Jamie we don't need does, no man. We don't need no Jamie. If Jamie does end up killing Cersei in the books and living, I I feel like I could. Then if that happens, then and he goes back to Brienne, she should kick him in the chest or with just her big boot. Pull his hand off and drop it on his foot. 
She should pull his hand off and s- bitch slap him with it. And be like, that's what you get. I'm with Tormund now, bitch. Uh, episode two is also where we get uh, Arya and Gendry's sex scene. Oh, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> what did you think? Okay, because there, there was a whole controversy online where Why? a bunch of fucking incels were talking about how they didn't want to see Maisie Williams nude because she was a child and all this stuff. Um, and it's like, I, we, we grew up with her. We saw her when she was 12. And it's like, Maisie's in her 20s. And she's, that's, a, that's a weird thing. I know, Kelly had that kind of same thing where she was like, I didn't re- I really want to see her. It's like, she's, in the, she's expressing herself and her sexuality. It's mm-hmm. fucking fine. Right. Like, she's not why, my sister. Or, you know what I mean? She's not a child now. Why so are we okay with watching this 12-year-old grow up and kill people and feed them to each other, but we're not okay with watching her have sex with someone she likes? Who's, they're both adults. Right. I like, why, why do we draw the it. line there? It's okay to watch her get blinded and punched and stabbed and kill people and all of this shit, but she can't have consensual sex. Right. As, a, as an adult. And her and her nudity was like, it was classly, classy mm-hmm. done. Like you didn't, well, you know, you didn't see a lot. It was done in a classy way. I wasn't bothered by it. I was like, ooh, Arya, get it. I would recommend everybody go read the interview that they did with Maisie Williams where they talked not only about the next episode, and we'll get into that, but about her sex scene. She was so fucking stoked about it. Good. Like... Uh, I think I think what she talks about is how her and Sophie Turner are best friends, of mm-hmm. course. And Sophie had called her the day that they got their scripts and were reading through it. And they're like, oh my god, you have to flip to like page 25. Look at page 25 right now. And she flipped over and saw the sex scene and they both got super excited. And like, it, she said it was really interesting on stage or on set because a lot of her coworkers, again, knew her as a 12-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. But she said everybody was super professional and uh, her co-star who plays Gendry was really great about it and they had a lot of fun and it was a really cool experience for her. Good. So. I didn't, I didn't say, I didn't see it in a gross way. Sorry. I just saw it as a beautiful woman mm-hmm. expressing herself sexually with a guy. Well, yeah, I, didn't, and it was like, I didn't take it in. I wasn't like, ew, she was 12 once. Right. Guess what? I was fucking 12 once too. Well, and and my me, brother was 12 once too. For me, it was like... I don't want to watch you have sex though. No. Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Uh, me, don't be... Oh, don't be you're gonna, not going to be eating that gonna while eat, we're on. I'm going to no. eat your little crunchy we're not gonna, apple crisp. <laughs> we're not going to chew that while we're talking. I'm going to do it. No. I, I was going to do it quietly behind the scenes, we but can't. now that you brought it up, I'm going to say my next point while I eat no, it. No, we can't. Stop it. So. No, eat it My first. favorite part Stop. about that scene Stop. was I really like Arya. <laughs> Just eat it. I really like Arya. And to be able to be like, you know, to cheer her on when she's fucking people up and to cheer her on when she's overcoming stuff. And when she's fucking people. Yeah. And now you can cheer <laughs> her on when her character is growing. And the fact that she wasn't like, I love you, Gendry. Let's do it. It was like, hey, why don't we fuck? We, we could die tomorrow. Yeah. Like, let's it's just... totally in line with her character and everything. Yeah. I wasn't bothered by it. Sorry. I was like, whatever. Cool. All right. That's episode two. Episode three, the long night, the battle against the White Walkers. <sighs> what did you think? I, okay. I had anxiety the whole time. I was sitting on the couch with my knees up to my chest and I was just like my hands clasped together and I was like, (laughs) it was so good. And I kept saying to Craig, I kept saying that 
I knew someone was going to kill the Night King. Like, I, I thought it was going to be John. I thought it was going to be John the whole I think time. everybody thought it was going to be I was like, John. John's going to kill the Night King. And I knew that once you kill the Night King, all the walkers would die. Like, I knew that. Yep. Um, so the whole time, I was like freaking out because I'm like, when you kill people, they just come back. There's no way of winning this. You have to kill the Night King. They're just going to keep coming and reproducing. You can't win this until you kill them. And it was like this fight that... No, first of all, in reality, all those bitches would have been dead because those, like, our characters that we loved, of course they would, it's like when we watch um, The Walking Dead and how the walkers are coming after our favorite characters and, like, pushing them in, away, the really bad fighting, and it's like, dudes, come on. I will uh, say it was pretty on Game of Thrones, the amount of people that died in that episode. We lost uh, the little Mormont. She was wonderful. Another character that was great. Yes, she was a sassy little girl. Mm-hmm. I liked Died her. Died killing a giant. Yeah, she killed great. a giant. She's pretty sweet. We lost uh, We lost the dude who died 25 <laughs> times or whatever. The guy with the fire sword. Oh, yep. Uh, that was all I remember dying. Oh, um, the guy from the Night's Watch. Sam and John's best friend. He and we lost died. Jorah. And Jorah died that episode. That's yep. right. So there were deaths, but like Tyrion didn't die. No, like in reality, if this was realistic, everyone would have been dead. Oh yeah, there's no way they could have fought off that many. There was like ten of them. So there was like ten people, and then um, a million White Walkers. There's there's a thing called I believe the fans call it the Death Flag, mm-hmm. when a char- something happens to a character, and then you're like, oh, their character is done, or oh, they said something that sounds hopeful, they're gonna die, mm-hmm. right? And the previous episodes gave us a lot of death flags for characters. So Brienne being knighting, it would have made a ton of sense for her to die. Um, what's his name? Grey Worm telling Missandei Ugh, that they're gonna, they're gonna get away from here and they're gonna go. Such a I was like, smug okay, so Grey Worm's gonna die. Davos, the perfect death flag was set up for Davos. He's giving soup to everybody, and then this little disfigured girl comes out, and she's like, I'm going to the crypts, and I'm going to protect everybody. And he was like, yes, you're going to protect everybody. And I was like, he's going to go down to the crypts to save that girl and die. And I was, he was the character I was most anxious for, because I was like, I love Davos, I don't want to see him fucking die protecting this little girl. And of course, nobody died Mm-mm. like none of the characters who you thought oh their characters are done or oh that's a death flag died instead we just lost minor characters except outside of jorah jorah was the only big loss that, yeah oh and and uh, theon theon also died there too yes so yeah so the everyone's battling um john's battling the giant ice dragon um they did a lot of okay so before this you know what happened was a lot of john and Daenerys flying around on dragons doing nothing. It was, I was literally like, what are, I kept going, what are they fucking doing? What are they doing? Like, just, I, I guess they couldn't see. But I yeah. was like, just. Yeah. Well, we couldn't see either. That episode was very dark. Well, adjust your TV so I, I could see. On my internet connection, which was fine. I can usually stream things pretty close to HD when I'm watching them <laughs> off my tablet. Yeah. Had a little bit of digital artifacting in the dark scenes. So everything looked like uh, dust. Dust and mud. Well, basically, Danny was doing nothing. Um, John was being stupid. They were flying after the Night King and around, whatever. Eventually, she finally could fucking get it together and she started burning everyone. John was fighting an ice dragon. Theon was protecting... Um, the brand well and we shouldn't forget about how the battle started too because the battle started pretty fucking cool 
with Melisandre coming out and lighting all of the Dothraki swords. Oh, yep, yep. And then them all going out. And dying immediately. And then just, like, the flames being snuffed out one by one. Yeah. Such a cool scene where you're like, oh, shit. And then, like, two horses came back. It was like, fuck. Yeah. And then the first time you see the whites attacking, I thought it was going to be, like, zombies running at you. But it was just a fucking pile. Yeah. Just, like, a wave of death. It yep. was fucking horrifying. It was scary. I was like, this is so scary and so fun. And then so, like, okay, so Theon's protecting Bran's cereal, and Jon's fighting the ice dragon, and Danny's farting around on her dragon, flying around. Sam's waving, Sam's stuck in a crowd, and he's like, eh, just flailing his arms around. I don't know what he's doing. Bran's fucking around. Tormund's staring at Bran. Whatever. And so we get to it, and so the Night King's gonna go kill Bran, and then Theon just couldn't wait two fucking seconds. Well, before before we get to where you're going, too, my favorite part of that episode is Theon's like, I'll protect you. And Bran's like, it's okay. Hang on a second. I'll be right back. And then he works, and we have no idea where he went. No. Oh, and we should mention that um, Arya's in the castle. And she's... It, Another she, awesome scene oh, where she's fucking sneaking around yeah, in the but, library yeah, or the there's kitchen. Like, there's, there's white walkers, and she's sneaking around, and she's trying to get out. And she's, like, throwing stuff so she can create, you know, fucking... Diver- divergence, whatever it's called, right? Diversions. Diversions. We can't talk tonight. And then all of a sudden they start attacking and she's running and the hound is there and then the witch and, they, and the light sword guy. saber guy. And then, <laughs> so then they go and they're in this room together and that's when the witch lady kind of hints to... When she spoils the ending. Yeah, so that's when she hints to Arya that she's going to be the one that kills the Night King. Because she's like, I told you you would close many eyes, green, brown, and some of them blue, or some shit like Mm -hmm. that. And then she was like, I can't remember what Arya said. Basically, not today, Satan. Kind of something like that. Yeah, she was like, what is is the... Uh, the god of death what do we say to the god of death not today yeah not today i'm just throwing in the satan and then so then theon's like ah running after going towards the night king and then bran cereals somewhere that we don't know and then um he charges the night king and kills him because he couldn't wait two seconds and then out of nowhere Arya just like fucking flies through the air and then the night king turns around and grabs her by the neck and then she takes out her knife. Did you knife. poop your pants in that moment? Yes. But she takes her knife out and she like she does this drop, like, switch hand thing and stabs him in the gut. And he turns to glass. And then all of them start turning to glass and dying. Well, can they're not glass, but they, like, shatter like ice because they're Night King. They're, can like, Can we talk about John's people. strategy at the end? Because he's hiding behind the rubbish, like, trying to get to the Night King and... Uh, the dragon's just blowing fire at him, right? And then mm-hmm. finally he's like, I don't know what to do. So he jumps over the rubbish that he's hiding behind. And he just screams at the dragon. <laughs> ah! He just goes, ah! And the dragon's like screaming at him. And then Arya kills the Night King. But it's like, what was your plan, John? Farting around. What was your plan there He was at just the farting end? around. Like he was farting around like he was earlier with Danny on the dragons. Farting around. Okay, so let's jump into the first criticism. Uh, what do you think of the White Walkers' overall story, and how do you feel about Arya delivering the final blow? Um, I like the White Walkers. I think they're cool. Um, I wish we could have seen more of them, and I love that Arya killed the Night King because I think she's badass, and we need more badass women. I I was 
I didn't think it was going to be Arya because, again, the whole show leads up. John is supposed to kill the light, the Night King. Like, that's the whole show takes you there. Well, you know what? John can't have everything. That's true. So and, Arya and needs stuff. I think Arya's great. The showrunners said, you know, hey, it makes sense for Arya to do it because she's been training her whole life for this. I really don't think it's going to be Arya in the books. I think Arya was training to do something else. And I think that they're going to go through with John killing the Night Aren't King. Aren't they doing, the like, shows? Like, isn't Arya getting her own, like, Arya, um, adventures? They're, they are doing Game of Thrones spinoffs. I don't think any of them are going to have any of the characters that we know. Okay. I think they're all going to be set in different times. Okay. Like, beyond the Seven Realms, maybe? I like, don't know that we go in the future, but they definitely are going in the I think past. they should come to America. <laughs> Game of Thrones America? Yeah. Yeah, good. They're fucking fighting over the presidency. <laughs> I am the president of Cheeseburger Land. <laughs> Uh, I, it, it's hard for me because again, a lot of people think that it's like, you know, we had all this time and then all of a sudden the White Walkers die for no reason right at the end. But watching it all together, I don't see how they could have done it any differently. You know what I mean? There was a whole battle dedicated to fighting the Night King. And I, like, it's like, did you want more? Because some people are like, they should have had a whole season about the final fight with the Night King. I feel like that's too much. I don't need a final... I don't need every episode. Right. Well, and everybody was like, well, what What even was the point of the White Walkers? Like, what were they after? And it's like, they told you what they were after. They wanted to erase... They wanted to erase humanity. Humanity. And the reason that they wanted to do that is because they were made to kill humans. The children of the forest made the White Walkers to fight against the humans that were encroaching on the children of the forest's land. Right. So it it's makes like, sense. weren't you paying attention? Yeah, it may, it's not maybe as fleshed out or as deep as you might have wanted it to be, but it makes sense for what it is. Yeah. And the fact that they were smart enough to go after Bran, because Bran is the history of the Seven Kingdoms, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that that's all the story that they really needed for the show. Yeah. And I think that to drag it on longer, I would rather Game of Thrones end a little abruptly than to get dragged on for a bunch more seasons and end up like Dexter. Ugh, don't get me started on Dexter. Good. That'll be a podcast for another Good time. lort. Good lort. Okay, uh, episode four. Or, yes, episode four, The Last of the Starks. Um, the episode where nothing happened. I don't even remember. Exactly, I don't know what happened. They <laughs> the just, Last of the Starks, I don't remember. They got ready to fight Cersei. Okay, yeah. Um... That was kind of what happened. Yeah, it was another one of those, like, huh. I mean, it was a fine episode. I didn't hate it, but I barely remember yeah, it. Yeah, I, I might pull it up here just to look quickly through the synopsis, because I actually don't remember anything that happened. Uh, they cremated all the dead. It was really sad. Sansa was crying over Tyrion. That was really sad. Oh, this was the why one was where... She, why was Sansa crying over Tyrion? Tyrion or, didn't uh, die. Theon. Okay, I was Lots like... Lots of T Tyr- names. Tyrion, Theon, Bran, Bronn, all, they all have the same name after a while. Um, this is the episode where Danny was like, I'm going to go kill Cersei. And everyone was like, please, we just, we just almost died. Give us a little bit. And she's like, no, I'm going to go kill Cersei. And then she rides down to kill Cersei and gets her dragon shot out of the air. Okay. And we'll, we'll talk about Danny's character here when we get into the next episode. But just kind of the writing was on the wall at that point where she was like, I'm going to do it my way. And then... Uh, Masande is captured. This is the episode where Masande is executed. Is that, is that the, the one where her head was chopped off? Yep. Chopped uh, off her head. Her pretty little head. Bronze character takes a weird turn and he goes and he's like, I'm going to kill 
Jamie and Tyrion unless they give me a whole kingdom to myself. Yeah, and they're like, okay, you can have King's Landing? Yeah, and they're like, whatever the fuck you want, Bronn, just don't point that fucking crossbow at me, you idiot. Uh, and then... Was it King's Landing they promised him? Or was it... I don't remember. Maybe it was. I feel like it might have been, or maybe... Oh, Highgarden. They offer him Highgarden. Oh, Garden. okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Arya and the Hound head out together. Um, and then I think the best moment of this episode was, uh, Jamie and Tyrion. Tyrion goes to release Jamie. I'm thinking, of course. Because the whole season I was like, why the... F- Tyrion's gonna die, but how? How is Tyrion going to die, and why am I going to be upset? Because it's going to be something stupid. Danny's going to kill Tyrion for no good fucking reason, and I'm going to hate it. And then in this episode, I'm like, there it is. Tyrion's going to die in the next one because he betrayed Danny. He committed treason by letting Jaime go. And the it was beautiful how they were able to justify it for me. Because Tyrion's talking, and Jaime's like, you're going to die. You know that, right? You're letting me go, so you're going to die. And he's like, yeah, but I'm going to save everybody in king's landing and there's a million people there and better a million people for one wretched dwarf and i was like oh fuck Tyrion! there you go your character is complete it's beautiful i fucking loved it i cried victoria <laughs> cried it was so sweet and jamie and Tyrion hug and Tyrion's like you're the only one who looked at me like i wasn't a monster it was so good so good. Um, can we just talk about how adorable Peter Dinklage is, though? Peter Dinklage is great. I think there's a reason why he was both of our favorite characters. He's adorbs. I love... And he's got a great... I mean, he did a terrible English accent. Yes, we know. Terrible British accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fine. But he has a great speaking voice. In I general. didn't know he was English. Or I didn't know he was American. <laughs> so... Oh, you didn't? No, it was good enough. Oh, okay. That I didn't know he was American. But can, can we talk about one thing? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck... And this bothers me. Does Tyrion and Jamie Lannister go from having super blonde hair to not really having blonde hair? Um, I love, I posted this on Facebook, right? I was like, because if you go back and you look in the beginnings, they had super blonde hair. You can look up the pictures and you can see super blonde hair. Um, and as the episodes go on, they don't. And I posted on Facebook, I'm like, why did this happen? And people were, like, actually trying to, like, justify it for, like, real. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's a fucking story about dragons and witches and stuff. Don't try to put, like, realistic things in here. I just want to know why they got lazy. Who got lazy? That's it. Hello, Thor. I'm looking at you. Why you got lazy? All right. Should we jump into episode five, The Bells? Why they got lazy, though? I don't know. Jamie got his hair cut. When your hair is shorter, it's darker. Oh, shut up. Plus, they're always covered in dirt and blood. Okay. That's your, that's, that's his, um, that's his explanation for why Thor went from super blonde to not. Yeah, because in Ragnarok, he was covered in dirt and blood. And Jamie and Tyrion are covered in dirt and blood and shit and don't have showers because it's medieval time. Okay, that's why fine. Whatever. And if you want to get, like, meta-narrative, well, Tyrion's hair changes from blonde because he stops really being a Lannister and his allegiances change. Okay. Poo-poo. Poop, keep your hair blonde, bitches. Okay, episode five, the bells. Let's What's talk that about one? that's where Danny burns everybody. So let's Was talk. there only six episodes? There or, are six episodes. Or seven. Six. Six episodes. Yep. Okay, so Danny decides. Let's talk about Danny. So Tyrion. Okay, did we? We didn't. Is this where she burns Var- Varys? Is that how you say his name? Varys. Yeah. Varys. I watch these. And you, I'm always good at people's names, but here I am going. Is that where she burned him, too? She either kills him in this episode or the one before. I think it was the one before. Did anyone catch where he was trying to poison her? Yes. 
with the little girl comes in and she's like, she's not eating. Yep. And he's like, oh, shit. All right, thanks. Yep. So he tried to poison her, but it didn't work. He tried to save everybody. So and then she burnt him because of tyranny. No, she burnt him because she's the worst. Well, let, let, let's talk about... treason. Tyranny? Same thing? No. Tyranny what? is not the same as treason. What the fuck is... <laughs> treason is going against... The... Yeah, which that's yes. why. What's tyranny? Tyranny is when you're like uh, a tyrant. When you're okay, tyrannic... so she is a tyrant. Yes. I guess it, I guess it does work a little bit. Let's talk about Danny. Let's go... Let's go from the beginning. Let's talk about Danny's okay. character. Because I feel like if you watch the show from the beginning, you have a totally different outlook on who Danny is compared to if you binge the show in a couple months like I did. Because I have totally different thoughts on Danny than everybody else who complained this season. But I want to hear what you think about Danny before I fucking rant. Okay. Um, because I watched it for a long time... Um. I guess, I guess I, I, there was a point where I liked her. I liked, okay, so she was kind of like sold to the Dothraki and you kind of feel bad for her, right? And then she kind of like. I didn't feel bad for her. She got to fuck Jason Momoa. I mean, honestly, yum. But, you know, character wise, he was, you know, not great to her and. That kind of stuff happened. It was okay. I, well, I mean, he forced her to have sex with him in the beginning before she fell in love with him. He he puts her in a situation that's not great, but she does initiate their uh, their first sexual experience together. In the books. Got, oh, okay. In the books, she does... It's hard to say that she consents because she's a child and she was just sold into slavery Which to is, him. Yeah, in the book, she's a kid. Yeah. But in the show, she's not. Right. Um... I'm not going to say that she consents and that their relationship was good because it wasn't. But in the books, at least, she's showing that she's accepting this as much as she can, right? Okay. Um, but yes, their first sexual experience, he, he's, he's pushing her towards it and then she finally initiates. In the story? In the book. In the book, okay. Yes, it's not as rapey as it is in the yeah. show. Okay, so like, yeah, so she's kind of had that bad time and then she kind of get strong, you know, and she comes out of it and she gets her dragons and you're kind of rooting for her for a while. You're like, yeah, Danny, you do it. You're, you're awesome. And she's doing all these great things and she's freeing people and she's doing some good stuff. But then she kind of goes downhill a little bit. I think she gets too power hungry. I mean, look, everyone, look, if you're watching the show, you're paying attention to the books, it's all very foreshadowing. Like, her dad was the Mad King, mad with power. I mean, she kind of followed suit. Like, she for, kind of did the same thing. For me, the arc that I saw, because I was watching it all at the same time, was a lot more clear. And I feel like a lot of people forget the, the little moments showing Danny's character changing over the years. Yeah, you had to watch it closer together so yeah, you could so see it. So I had, it. To, so see I had to see it over time, so I don't fucker remember. So great characters are great uh, because of their flaws, right? Mm -hmm. Writing a flawed character is important because it makes your characters interesting. And every Game of Thrones character is driven by their flaws. Some of them are able to overcome them. Some of them aren't. Jamie's a character that can't overcome his flaws ultimately in the end. Uh, but Danny's overarching flaw 
is that she does not like being wrong. She hates being wrong. She's young. Think about it in the book. She's I think she's 16 in the books by the end of it. So she's young. She has never had to work for anything. She is punished and then rewarded for her torture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's sold into slavery and deals with all that shit. But then she gets a Dothraki legion. You know what I mean? She has to endure losing her husband and her child. But then she gets dragons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like she suffers and then she's rewarded. But she doesn't have to work for anything. And she starts to do flawed shit early on. Like the first semblance, I think, where you can see that she has an evil streak is when the the two big moments that stick out for me. And of course, in the moment, you're like, yeah, but she's killing bad people. It doesn't mean that the way she's killing those bad people isn't evil. So when she sets fire to all of the cows... And kills all the Dothraki chiefs. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Where she burns the, the building alive and then walks out unscathed? That's fucked up. She killed all those people. And then when she sells her dragon to the slavers, frees the slaves, and then has the dragon burn the slavers, it's like, yeah, you're killing bad people, but that's an evil way to do it. You know what I mean? You're lying and stealing and murdering. And just because you're doing it to the bad people doesn't make it any less fucked up or evil. So, are you saying two wrongs don't make a right? That's Andrew? wow. That's it. Sounds like it's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> so she's showing off these tendencies, right? These mm-hmm. tendencies to, uh, in a less literal sense, do fucked up shit, but in a more literal sense, burn people alive, right? She's showing that she can do that, right? And then as she grows to power, she's doing what she thinks is right but she's doing them in really fucked up ways remember she frees the slaves but then she crucifies the slavers that's fucked up you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah she's doing it to bad people but she's still doing bad things Mm -hmm. uh and then she gets control of this place and she's trying to have this democracy or this like leadership but things are falling apart and she's like no more fighting slaves in the coliseum and everyone's like but that's what we do here and she's like but it's wrong so don't do it anymore and they're like fuck you there's riots in the streets and everybody's dying because you came in and you threw our way of life off yeah your vision for the future might be better but it's complicated and it's not what our lifestyle is so yeah you want to change it but you want to change it right away and that's that's not how things work then Tyrion and very show up and i'm thinking great so danny's shown that not only can she be cruel but she's also slipping up and being stupid because she doesn't know enough yet mm-hmm. so then she's got these really smart characters coming in arguably the two smartest characters in the whole show are teaming up with her and i'm thinking great danny's gonna be smooth sailing from here on out because she's gonna have the advice that she needs to learn and grow but of course she starts doubling down and she starts threatening Tyrion left and right and starts burning people alive and then of course the scene where she burns sam's dad and brother for not bending the knee it's like when you watch it all together you see danny starting to crumble early on and it it totally makes sense in that moment when she burns everybody you know Mm -hmm. what i mean here she has her advisor saying like hey when you hear the bells stop fighting that means that they surrendered okay 
And she's like, you fucking crossed me left and right. You freed your brother and all this shit. And I don't like you. I'm not going to take your advice. And he's like, but please, please, you're not bad. When they surrender, just stop the fighting. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the battle turns out the way that she that he said it was going to. Danny doesn't like being wrong. And she throws a tantrum. I, I don't see her losing her mind and, like, her babies have died and she goes crazy. No, she's a little girl who has been given tons of power. All she knows, all she knows is power and torture. That's it. She knows people fuck with her and then she gets revenge through through godlike means, you know? Mm-hmm. So now in this moment, she's got Cersei who's fucked with her this whole time. And Cersei's brother was right about how it's going to go, and she fucking hates that, and she burns everybody. Do you hate that they wrote her like that? No. Oh. I don't, because I saw I saw the writing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I saw her character being driven by the flaws. And Game of, the best part about Game of Thrones is that it makes you dread the inevitable. Two, se- or two episodes early, they show you something, and you're like, fuck. That's going to go bad. That mm-hmm. person's going to die for something so stupid. But it's inevitable, and you dread it. And then, of course, two episodes later, it happens, and you're like, oh, I wish things could be better. And they start doing that in the first season with Ned Stark. You know that, like, oh, I don't want him to die. But you know he's going to. Sorry. Well, it's Sean Bean. Yeah. He always dies. You know he's going you to. You knew it was like, oh, he's going to die eventually. From the very first season, like you're, you're taught to dread the inevitable. And you start seeing characters and character interactions that you're like, oh, fuck. If Ramsay hooks up with Sansa, Sansa's going to get the shit kicked out of her. And, of course, that happens. Like, you know what I mean? It builds yeah. up the stuff. So, no, I knew that Daenerys' character was inevitable. Every time she would double down on her tendencies and she would push away the intelligent you know, people in her life. Where's that sound? It's the air conditioning. Oh. <laughs> Every time that she would double down on her tendencies and push away the the intelligent people in her life and just keep asserting her power with her dragons, it was like, of course she would burn King's Landing. Of course she would get there. Because there, there's nothing else that she could do. There's no way that she could be like, all right, I've freed you all. Now I'm going to be a good leader. She already showed that she's not. Okay. Basically, she burninated the countryside. She did. Trogdor. That's my spiel on Danny. A lot of people were really upset. Uh, a lot of people named their kids Daenerys <laughs> and now have to, you know, sit with how the show ended. Um, I would say that I'm interested to see how it ends in the book, but I think it's going to end the same way. I think that this is how it happens for Danny, and I think that the writing has been on the roll with her character for a couple years. So basically, she burns King's Landing, right? Yep. Yeah, King's Landing. Um, Cersei gets the, she leaves she because she's like fuck, so she runs away. Um, the Hound shows up to kill to fight his brother, the Mountain. Yep, Clegane Bowl. Um, who is that creepy guy that, in case anyone didn't know, he's the um, Cersei's, like, bodyguard guy wearing the, like, armor on his head. Um, so the Hound fights that dude. And there's kind of, I kind of giggled when Cersei just kind of walks. She's kind of, just she's like, like, she's like, oh, yep, when, excuse me. When the Let mountain, me just slip past to here. When the mountain kills, um, what's his name? The Hand. 
the, yeah. the doctor yeah. just fucking yeets him down the stairs and breaks <laughs> his head open. <laughs> yes. And Cersei's like, oh, just try to pass on by. Okay, so yes, Clegainville was another incredible scene. The two of them fighting. One thing that I wish that they would have gone into more with, with the hound, or not the hound, but the mountain, he is a white. In a way, he's a white. A white walker? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't made by the White Walkers or the Night King. No. But in a way, he is he a is. white. He was created probably with the same magic that yeah. creates him. So, of course, I'm thinking, you know what? The Hound's going to fight the Mountain. The Mountain's a white. There's only one way to kill a white, really, with dragon's glass or fire. Right. And that's what the Hound fears the most. It's the perfect, it's the perfect Yeah, because they fight and, and, and the mountain ain't dying and the Hound's like, oh, and you can see him. He's like, fuck. Yeah. The Hound just stabs him through, through the head and yeah, he's like, he's like don't you oh, fucking die. Just fucking die already. So basically he grabs them, throws them, throws them both over the side into the fire yeah. to die because he's like, fuck it. And so then Cersei goes and fucking meets up with Jamie. We'll see. Actually, Arya shows up because she's going to, she wants to kill Cersei. Let's kill Cersei. But the hound told her to go away. Yeah. He basically was like, go away. Yeah. Just, just go away. Um, Jamie hooks up with Cersei. I'm thinking this is the moment where Jamie's going to fulfill the prophecy, going to kill Cersei. That doesn't happen. They escape underground and get covered in rocks. And die. They were smooshed by and... bricks and died. A little disappointing. Um, well, before that, um, Euron, Greyjoy. Oh, yeah, know. Euron fights. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck that scene, so too. So they fight. So Euron and... Um, and Jamie fight. And Jamie fight. And Euron stabs him a lot. And Jamie stabs a him a lot. Yeah, they stab each other a lot. They just have stabby, stabby fun time. And Euron dies in good riddance. Fuck that character. But, so he's, like, laying there, and he's like... I'm the one who killed the Kingslayer. The whole time that scene was going on, I was like, please don't fucking let Euron kill Jamie. Euron doesn't deserve to kill anybody. No. He fucking sucks. So then Jamie gets into the little cave, meets Cersei, and then they die from the bricks. They die, and then Arya... Uh, really cool scenes with Arya trying to escape King's yeah. Landing. That was some really, really good cinematography. Uh, then she finds a white horse, and literally nothing happens with that. Yeah, there's no... That's like their like white horse storyline. Next. Yep. Like, just she just rides it. off on it, and it was that was the end of it. So then this all happens... And she she's throws so everybody's burnt. Everybody's it's like fucking. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead, except for like you know Tyrion and John. Except and, for all the characters. Yeah, except the characters. And she's like up at the top of this thing, and she's like, "I'm the I'm the ruler now." And she's like, "Tyrion, you're gonna be put to death." Well, we're moving into the the last episode. Yeah. So, episode six, yes, starts with that very. Uh, overtly Nazi symbolism yeah, of, of Danny addressing her armies. Um, that scene looked a lot like the scene from the new Star Wars movie, the uh, Return of the Jedi, or the, the Force Awakens. Sorry. I was like Return of the Jedi. No. Um. In in the Force Awakens, there's a scene where the Empire is talking to there, and it's very Nazi-ish, and this looks the same because they're all trying to do that Nazi thing, right? Mm-hmm. So they've got Danny. Like a Nazi and Littlefinger, or not, uh, Grey Worm is now. <laughs> Littlefinger. He's been dead a while. I, I always get Littlefinger and Grey Worm mixed up because they just have those weird, I like, like to call him Wormhole. Uh, Grey Worm has now become a, just an awful character that you hate for some reason. Yep. Um, He's a little punk. Tension was fucking high. Tension was super high in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, sentences Tyrion to death. 
did not want to see Tyrion die, but we did get one more really great Tyrion scene where Tyrion convinces Jon of what he has to do. Yep. So they have this talk, and basically Tyrion, in a way, is basically like, you need to take Danny down. Mm-hmm. Well, and John John regurgitates uh, the, the Mormont saying that love is the death <laughs> of duty. And Tyrion turns around and says, sometimes duty is the death of love. And it's like, you you know what you gotta do. And the best part... And you didn't think John was gonna do it. No. Because he was you're, like, you're I, don't, I don't want the throne. The best part of that conversation for me is when they're talking <laughs> about who's right and who and, and who who's wrong. Mm-hmm. And he's you know he's like we're think about your your sisters you know what i mean you know you have to think about about that kind of thing then he goes to see danny and danny delivers the speech about you know how she's right and he was like well what about people who don't think you're right and she was like well they don't matter they don't get to choose what's right and wrong i get to choose and then it happens then we get john and danny yep so john goes in for the kiss and stabs the bitch Right in her gullet. I didn't think I didn't think he was gonna do it in the moment. Like I still was was right on the fence about it. I was but, like, "What, homie? Say what?" But it happened. Yeah. He kills Danny, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and then it's like, "Fuck!" Is is uh, is the dragon gonna get John? It was super tense. That whole scene was super tense. I kept thinking someone was gonna come up behind John, or something was gonna happen. Um, but the dragon came and it like, and you, I thought the dragon was going to burn John, but it burnt down the throne instead. It burnt down the throne. So, uh, there's two schools of thought on why Drogon burned the throne. One is that he was like, you it know what? It drove his mother to madness. Yeah. That this throne has caused so much heartache and the throne is what killed my mother. And it's. You know, no more throne. This has all been, and he burns it because he's a smart dragon, right? Mm-hmm. The other school of thought is that Drogon saw the knife sticking out of Danny, and then looked over and saw the big mama knife chair and was like, mama knife killed my mom. <laughs> Wait, that knife, but the chair is knives. Chair killed mama and then burned the throne. I think maybe it was the other one. But I, I like, I, I, like so I, I like, I like knife both. chair killed mama. I know. It's like, Wait, baby knife. Mama knife. Knifey chair killed mommy. Knife chair killed my mama. So then he like scoops her up. And flew off. And, and flew then off. We, we no don't know what, what happened. happened with, yeah, we're not so, sure. Uh, we don't know what happened then. I think is going to be a recurring thing that we say for the next portion of the episode. Yeah, like we don't know what happened then. <laughs> because the episode kind of falls apart in the middle a little bit. Yeah, so then John is in a cell. I guess he's in jail. I guess he's in jail. And, and then Tyrion's not in jail. No. Tyrion comes out. Yeah. And Tyrion's like, we got to pick a king. Yeah, so all these people are in, like, a kind of a semi-circle. So we got, like, Sansa, some dudes I don't know. We have um, the guy Andrew likes, Davos. Um, we have Arya. We have Bran. It's, it's the best characters Brienne. who are still alive. Plus yeah. um, uh, the fucking, the breast milk kid who glowed up. Like, that that kid. Remember Catelyn's sister? Catelyn's sister who yeah. finger throws down the well? Oh, he was there? Yeah. Oh. He was the really handsome young guy. Oh, I didn't Remember know. Remember how he was the gross little kid? Yeah. Yeah, he glowed up for sure. Oh, okay. Uh, he was there, and then um, Sansa's uncle was there. He was the one who was like, I will do it. I will be the king. And they were like, shut the fuck up and sit down. They're like, sit down, George. Brienne was there. Basically everybody. Yep. 
was there. And, and so Tyrion, Tyrion gives a big speech, yep. like, we have to pick a king, and he's doing all this, like, whimsical, like, Tyrion shit. Yep, and then Tyrion's like, I think the king should be Bran. And then everybody across the world went, what? Yep. I was like, hey, I come again? For real, Bran? Bran cereal? Yeah, I don't know about Bran. I don't know, man. Uh, and then they're like, yeah, I guess. Poop. Okay, so I think that Bran is actually the best choice for king. I mean, he knows shit. That's true. Okay, so you know the proverb that those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it, right? Mm -hmm. Bran knows everything. He knows the past, the future, the present. I hate the name Bran the Broken. Yeah, that was a little (laughs) fucked up, Tyrion, don't you think? How he was like, all hail Bran the fucking cripple. It and was Bran was like, oh, well, how about just how about just Bran Stark, actually? And he's like, no, Bran that can't move his legs. <laughs> it was like, can't he just be Bran? Yeah. Like, Craig Craig was like, Bran the Broken? That's dumb. He should, why isn't he just Bran? Well, King okay. Bran. So, there are famous Brands in the Stark storyline. There's Bran the Builder, who built the wall, and then Brand the bashful, Brand, who was very shy. Brand the wheelchair guy. And Brand the burly, who had a big. Be- Brand the bearded. It's a it's a thing with brands in the Stark lineage. Okay. okay. But still, I would have been the- like, I would have been like, fuck you, Tyrion the dwarf. Like, why does that have to be a part of it? <laughs> yeah, can't I? I'm Brand the handy capable. Thank you very much. In the moment, I was confused by Brand becoming king. I think it makes a lot of sense, in in hindsight. But what doesn't make sense. It's how they're like, okay, free John, please. And Grey Worm was like, no, he needs to, he needs to be punished. And, and they're like, like, no, they doesn't, not really. Yeah. And then they, they were like, uh, well, what if you just sent him to the wall? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, okay. And they sent him from the wall, and there's no there's wall. There's no wall. There's no night watchman. Yeah. Grey Worm got played because he's thinking that John's gonna go where he has to sit on the wall, and he can't take a wife, and he has to sit there with dudes for the rest of his life, and nothing can happen. He just lives this yeah. miserable life. But there's no wall, and there's no night watchman. So here's the thing: when Tyrion goes back in, he's like, "Hey, John, you're free, but you've been exiled to the wall." I was thinking, like, that's a pretty good ending for John. Actually, he gets to go become the leader of the Night's Watch, and that's kind of his thing, right? But then he goes there, and there is no Night's Watch, and I was like, wait a minute, he's just gonna fucking leave? He's just going to hang out with yeah. Tormund and Ghost to be yeah. on the wall? I was like, all right, fine. Yeah, he that's goes. Weird. He can go on. He was actually freed. So he actually left to do whatever he wanted. Episode falls apart just a little bit in there, but I think it picks up when we jump ahead and see how things have been turning out. Okay, so let's talk about characters and where they ended up. Yep. Right? Uh, so Bran is the king, and he's a he's a good and just king. He's got a small council. Tyrion is the hand, and I love the, the back and forth where, where Bran's like, you're going to be my hand, and Tyrion's like, no, I've done terrible things to the people of this realm. And he's like, good, then you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to fix them. Mm-hmm. Perfect ending for Tyrion. He gets to be the hand. He gets to do good things for once for the people. Uh, the rest of his small council, a little, maybe not as great. You've got uh, Bronn, I think, ends up being like the, the Lord of Coin. So yeah. Becomes a treasurer. Uh, which, I mean, I guess works. If the whole thing is he wants to get money. So I guess it works for him. As long as he doesn't steal it. Right. You've got uh, Brienne becomes the, the leader of the Gold Cloaks. She becomes the new head of the army, basically. Okay. Which I think is great for her. There were probably another person or two on the council, but I don't remember. Oh, Sam. Sam becomes the Grand Maester. What an awesome ending oh, for yeah. Sam. Mm-hmm. Sam, we didn't talk a lot about Sam, but I really, really love Sam. It's a, 
part you could have played. I I love Sam, and I love um, the actor who plays him. Said mm-hmm. this really. You should look up Sam, uh, the actor who plays Sam, talking about being cast in Game of Thrones because it's so sweet. He talks about how he's always been overweight. And he hated being overweight and he hated his body. And he said that, you know, he would lie awake in bed and just wish that he could be somebody different or wish that things could be different. And he said that all the while that he was doing that, that he was hating himself and wishing that he could be anybody else. Dan, the the double D's, the showrunners, were looking for me, is what he said. Mm-hmm. He said they were looking for exactly me. Mm-hmm. And it's so sweet. He's it is such cute. a sweet guy. I do like Sam. Uh, but Lovable he becomes Sam Grand Maester, mm-hmm. which is like th- that's the best Maester. Right. I also love how he was like, "I'm going to go to Maester College." And then at Maester College, they were like, "You suck, Sam." And he's like, "Fuck y'all! I'm stealing these books and I'm getting out of here." And then like a couple years later, he was like, oh, "I got the books. I don't think I need to go back." And then Bram was like, "You're fine. You can just be the Grand Maester." And he was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> Uh, and he had a kid with Gilly. Now they got two yep. kids. They mm-hmm. got their weird fucking weird Craster's baby. And then oh, they yeah, got yeah. little John. Yeah. How cute. So Sam becomes Grand Maester and that's wonderful. Uh, let's talk about the Stark children. John gets to go party with Tormund and his dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he just no punishment for nope. John for killing Danny. Just nope. he's but like, Grey Worm thinks because Grey Worm got played. Yeah, Grey Worm's uh. like he's gonna be a lonely virgin for the rest of his days. Yep. And meanwhile, he's just fucking partying with Tormund, drinking giant titty milk, <laughs> and petting his dog all day long. Yep. He's having crazy orgies in that cave that he loves. <laughs> That's fucking, a pretty cave. He I had mean, a really great ending for John. Yeah, I don't he, think things could have gone better for him. No, he got end. he got out like Flynn. He was like, woo. Sansa begets gets to become queen in the north. Yep, the, and and the and the north gets to be independent. Yep, the north secedes from the Seven Kingdoms. She gets to be queen. That's pretty great. Then Arya wanders off into the woods. I guess. No, she went on a boat. She gets to go west of Westeros. Yeah, who knows what's there? Yeah, I she mean, was like, the, what's the, west of Restros? He's like, the fucking ocean. What do you think? Like, I don't know. She's going to end up, you know, she's going to end up here. And she's going to be very disappointed. I think, I think she's, she's going to. She's going to end up, it, she'll end up here, but it's modern time. And she just steps in here and she's in New York City. She'll just end up on the other side of the the Eastern Kingdoms. She'll just go around and then she'll be like, oh, fuck, this is where the Dothraki were. Oh, Shit. There really wasn't anything else. Damn it, this was it. No, yeah. she's going to end up in New York. She's she going to get an I Love New York hat. She gets to and be she... Galileo, and she gets to go fucking make all the maps. Yeah, that would be cool. Who else Who else lives that we care about that gets to do cool stuff at the end? Um, 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 I think that was kind of it. Yeah. Yeah, everybody has kind of a happy ending. They do. Remember how they were like, if you think this show has a happy ending, I think Ramsey Bolton says it, then you yeah. haven't been paying attention. And then it had a happy ending. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, yeah, Danny died, and that was sad. I guess. I guess. But everybody else got to go do the shit that they want to do, and everybody ended up, and Davos got to live, and that was cool. Yeah. I love that Sam, when they were when they were appointing the king, he was like, what if everyone in the kingdoms got to vote on who the right, king is? Right, which and is like, like what you should do. Yeah, and they're like, shut the fuck up, Sam. And he's just like, okay, well, I'll just take my really smart ideas somewhere else, you like, bunch of dicks. All right, whatever. Um, 
And then there was a moment that some people were upset with when Sam came up and he's like, look, it's the complete history of our world. It's called A Song of Fire and Ice. And they're like, oh. And people were like, that was so dumb that they did that. I was like, they did that in fucking Lord of the Rings. Like, that's what that is. They did that exact scene in Lord of the Rings. Yes. With those exact characters. No, where they come up and they're like, hey, look, it's the complete telling of our world. And it's called the Lord of the Rings. Oh. It's called something else, but it was... Called the Hobbit. It, yeah, it was. So it's the same thing there. What did you think about the show as a whole? Oh. And what do you think about the ending? Was it satisfying? Um, I think the show as a whole was good. I mean, I hung in there for all the seasons. Do you think um, it was the best show ever made? No. Oh God, no! Not the best show ever made. Absolutely not. What do you think's the best TV show ever? Best TV show ever? Oh. Fuck, I don't know. It's not Game of Thrones. I mean, Game of Thrones is good, and I liked it, and it was fun. Obviously, I watched it for all the fucking seasons, but not, it's not the best show ever. I think Game of Thrones might be the best show. Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is the best show ever, not Game of Thrones, I think though. Game of Thrones might be the best TV series. Really? I think it might be. It's pretty fucking good. I don't think so. What would you put above it? Like The Sopranos? I never watched The Sopranos, so I have no idea. I haven't either. Um, True Blood, hello. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't jump <laughs> I like True trend. Blood, though. I do. I, lo- I want to rewatch all the seasons. I feel year. like when people talk about greatest shows, they talk about Sopranos, Game of Thrones, um, Walking Dead. Ugh, bleh. You don't like Walking Dead? The Walking Dead. Okay, let me. Oh, are we gonna get? We're no, gonna get this, off topic. This will be a, a podcast for another time, I'm sure. But The Walking Dead, the first season was very short. It's like six episodes. Best fucking show at that point. Like the first season is the best. Wait, what do you think? First season, The Walking Dead, or first season of Dexter? Oh shit. That's kind of, oh, I don't know. Yeah, pretty close. Have you seen The Wire? No. A lot of people say The Wire is a really great show, no. too. God, I don't know what the greatest show is. I have no idea. I, maybe I haven't seen it yet. Maybe it's I'm not still... saying to fucking objectively pick it. Like, what? what's your favorite show that you've watched? Um, You know what happens to me is that sh- shows will start out really good. And then as time goes on, they get really fucking dumb. Yeah, like, well, that happened with Dexter, where it, like, started out... Dexter, for, like, the first four seasons, was bomb as fuck. And then the last seasons, I was like, oh, my God, I hate this. Oh, I know the best show ever. Duh. Handmaid's Tale. Really? Oh, my God. Have you watched it? I've, I've seen parts of it. Victoria really likes it's it. It's anxiety-ridden. Yeah, that's my favorite show, The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Have you, have you kept up with the seasons that have come out yeah, and stuff? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Big Bang Theory? Is that the oh, best show? Oh, shut up. I fucking hate Big... I ne- I can't stomach that show. I guess my final thoughts on Game of Thrones. I think that, yes, the final two seasons were maybe a little rushed. I feel like... I feel like maybe we needed three to five more episodes overall for the last two seasons to really finish things up. That being said, I think the first six seasons are incredible. Uh, I think season seven was really good, too. Is season seven with Battle of the Bastards? No, that was season six. Mm-hmm. I think season seven was good. I think the final season was good. Uh, 
if I had been waiting for it for 10 years, or if I had even been waiting for it for <laughs> two years, because it's been two years since the last season, maybe I'd be more disappointed. That, but having just binged everything, I don't think it was bad. And I certainly don't think the writing was terrible. The fuckers on the internet who come out like, oh, the writing is terrible. Terrible? Really? I Terrible would be fucking John coming up and being like, Oh, a fucking shoot a fireball with my hands at the night. That would be Why terrible. Why was he from New York? Because every... Hey, I'm Jon Snow, <laughs> and I'm gonna... That would be terrible writing if he came out and he was like... Terrible hey, writing would be fucking... I'm walking here, eh? Terrible writing would be uh, Danny getting stabbed and then fucking waking up from a nightmare next to Khal Drogo. That would be terrible <laughs> writing. What we got was fine writing there were some moments where the writing wasn't as stellar as it was before but it wasn't terrible who the fuck are you to be like that's terrible writing show me your fucking writing i mean there you go kelly there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, the part of me was just happy to get it over with because i was getting really sad hearing all the people shitting on game of thrones online and it's like it's not Bad. Season 8 was not bad. I didn't think it was bad. It was, it was fine. fine. It I... was fine. It was fine. I think that... I know that people get hardcore fan stuff, and that's when you get, like, the snobs and the ones that hate everything. But, like, that's where I like being not that person. Their season... The final season had some incredible moments, and it had some of the best moments in the whole show for me. Uh, it had some not so great moments, and I think that it, I do think it was rushed by a couple of episodes. I think we could have had, again, maybe five episodes over the last two seasons to really finalize everything. But when I think about the story and I think about the things that happened, yeah, I think the story was good. I think the way that they were uh, delivered in the last two seasons maybe weren't as top notch as they could have been. But all in all, I think the show was incredible. And I would watch it again in a heartbeat. And I should rewatch it because I don't remember a lot. Well, and I'm excited to see how it ends. And I would recommend, Heather, you should listen to the audiobooks. You should check out the books. Who's and, and talking see. in them? Uh, some great old British guy. Okay. Because I have a thing where people's voices annoy me. I can't No, listen. he has a great old voice. I'm a little concerned. You know what? I'm going to narrate them. I'm a little concerned because like, when I tried listening to the Lord of the Rings <laughs> audiobook, it was fine. The guy's voice was great. But there's a lot of music in The Lord of the Rings. And I the, I didn't want to hear Grandpa sing every fucking song. <laughs> and there's a part, like, there's, in Chapter 3. They sing in it? Yeah. There's oh. a lot of music in Lord of the Rings. Oh, I've never seen it, so I have no idea. There's a lot less singing in the movies. But there's a ton of fucking songs in the books. Oh. And in the audiobooks, I didn't want to hear Grandpa sing every fucking song in Chapter 3, <laughs> so I couldn't get past it. And I feel like I'd have the same, the same problem listening to this sweet old British man being like... And then the Knight of Flowers took out his fully erect penis. What? And he put it into the other boy's butt. Like, I don't want to hear that. Is that, is that really true? Th that scene is in Game of Thrones. There is well, yeah. gay sex in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know. I don't want to listen to sweet old grandpa. Oh, talk about it? Talk about sex. And then her breasts came out of her gown. And her breasts were perfect. <laughs> and the moonlight shined on her nipples. I don't want to hear. <laughs> okay, I don't want to hear like that. that? 
No, it was written okay. better than that. And then the boy put it in his butt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. That's how I would write sex scenes. <laughs> so, uh, this guy here, uh, he put his penis in the other guy's butt, eh? Yeah, so the girl came in and her titties were nice, and I liked that. <laughs> I mean, he liked that in the book that I'm writing. That's how I would write it. Or I'd get really awkward and be like, the girl came out and her body was sexual, and then they did it. <laughs> That's how I would write the sex scene. It was sex, but and it was nice. It was nice sex. Hey, imagine good sex here. Chapter five. <laughs> That's how I would write the sex scenes. Uh, if I wrote a book, it would just be gay sex, the whole book. <laughs> gay sex, the book. Gay, oh my god, my new book, gay sex, the book. It's just hot dudes having sex. And you're just like, okay, so imagine, it, you write it exactly like this. Okay, so imagine two hot guys, right? <laughs> and then they're having sex. Isn't that hot? <laughs> Chapter two. Okay, so now two other hot boys, and maybe one of them has a beard, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, now imagine them doing the deed. <laughs> Isn't that hot? Chapter three. <laughs> Wow, my book sounds cool. It's a pretty cool book. I can't wait to write it for all of you guys. <laughs> yeah, so I'd recommend listening to the audiobooks. I'm probably going to listen to them. Uh, I don't have as much time Only to read. Only if the sex scenes are like that. Uh, you know what? Call me when you get to them and then I'll narrate. Okay, cool. I'll pick up my copies and I'll read through. That'd be great. And then Rob took off his breast plate and he was so sweaty and it just rock hard abs did he have that went that led down to his really cool penis so <laughs> i'll do it his really cool penis <laughs> boy did he have one he sure had a cool penis <sighs> all oh right my gosh that's well, that game was, of thrones that was game of thrones i hope you all liked our long-winded game of thrones it was pretty... I thought it was great. Hopefully people are still listening. I doubt it. <laughs> I super doubt it. You might want to cut this last part where we talked about the sex stuff. And no, put this that is up. the best part. No, put it up as its own thing so people hear it. This was the best... Pete will still be listening. Okay. Yeah, he'll still be like listening to this part laughing. Well, Pete, enjoy, enjoy that. Uh, and if you want me to read any dirty things for you, let me know. Thanks for joining us. Bye, everybody. Bye.